The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, we'll be talking about law enforcement now. Uh, when a skull is found in Loch Coyne, facial reconstruction expert Dr. Carla Steele is called into a 14-year-old case and what ensues is a story of shocking discovery with tragic implication. The author of this new crime book, uh, Three Little Birds, is Sam Blake, who joins me now in the studio. Good morning, Sam. Pat, thank you very much for having me. And we're talking to you in your Sam Blake Ego, we are uh, indeed. as distinct from the altar, which is uh, Vanessa. We'll talk about a bit about Vanessa in a moment. Tell me about the genesis of this book. So this book originated actually in um, a, a writing prompt. I run a writing, an online writing group uh, called Writers Inc. And uh, we run challenges during the year for, for writers. Um, I also run writing.ie, which we might get to uh, shortly. But it's so it's all about new writers and trying to bring people on and help them with their writing. Um, and the original prompt for Dr. Carla Steele, who is our facial forensic facial reconstruction uh, expert, um, was a picture that went up into the group. Um, and it was just literally, you know, write about this and, and see what you think of her. And, and who, who was in the picture or did you ever know? No, I don't know who she was, but it was a picture of um, a young girl who was leaning over a bar and uh, she's wearing a little black, black vest top. She's got long dark hair with a big white streak in it and uh, she's a nose ring and she's got tattoos on her wrist. And I was just really interested in, in the perception I had when I looked at her, what did I think? And what I thought, did you think? Well, I just thought, wouldn't it be interesting if she wasn't what she appears to be? Um, I think probably probably because I'm a crime writer and I'm always wondering about, you know, the why and the what if and what's going on behind the scenes. Um, I thought maybe she's not what she appears to be. She looks like she's working behind that bar. Uh, Perhaps that's a part-time job and she's doing something else. Um, And then I came up with the idea for Carla Steele and for this, uh, she's a PhD in forensic facial reconstruction. Yeah. Now, um, she works with the Garda Shikona in the Phoenix Park in the facial reconstruction facility, which does not exist. Doesn't, no, it's entirely (laughs) fictional. Yes. So you're able to make all that up. Indeed, indeed, yes. Quite a lot of this book is made up this time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you have help, though, in, in trying to decide what kind of work she'd do and what kind of expertise she would possess? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I work um, and, and um, in touch with Dr. Murray Cassidy um, a lot and um, also a fantastic um, professor in Scotland called um, Jim Fraser, who is a, fr- a forensic expert. Um, and um, I also did a facial reconstruction course myself just to find out how people rebuild facial um, because so this is when we see a, a, a man from the Middle Ages, for example, yes. being showing what he might have looked like. Absolutely, that's absolutely. what they do. Yeah, absolutely. The the data um, was gathered in the late eighteen hundreds um, for tissue depth and muscle depth, um, and that's really where sort of the, the science began, if you like. Um, and in fact, um, they're still using that that data. Obviously, it's been added to since with sort of ethnic data and stuff, such like. Um, but that gives uh, forensic facial reconstruction experts the information they need to start rebuilding a face. Um, and the actual, But the actual skull itself can tell you a huge amount. Um, we learn quite early on in this story, um, Carla's immediately able to say whether it's a male or a female skull just from looking at it. Um, and so there's a lot of information that's yeah. hidden in the I mean, structure itself. When I was uh, reading that about... Uh, the the shape of the eye socket, mm. for example, is different in men and women. It is, yeah. I mean, that's something I didn't know when I started this this whole process. And so I found I'm really interested in, in sort of puzzles and forensics and the whole sort of background to uh, the investigation. Um, and so um, it's really, yeah, it's a book about it's a book about the investigation so, sort of side, but it's also a book about Carla. Mm. Now there are three principal uh, characters in this book. There is uh, Carla's partner. Um, did you? deliberately set out to write, you know, same-sex uh, heroes or heroines in this book? 
it just sort of happened actually um usually i plot a lot and um so up to this book i was plotting a huge amount and and getting a sense of really what happened in a book before i began um when i started writing this one um i started writing the the opening chapters and um i got to chapter five actually and realized that the person who i was about to kill off i didn't want to kill off i quite liked and uh, i thought the reader would like her too so i thought no that's not going to work and i literally threw the plot out of the window and said right let's just write it and see what happens um and now grace literally walked into the room so so jack mcguire is in there with the skull in his, his cardboard box talking to carla now he's a garda from the west of ireland he is he's come from and Mayo. he comes up with his skull and i'm this is not a spoiler because it's very early yeah. on in the book and he wants uh, some work done on this reconstruction yeah. work to see can they figure out who is this missing person? Absolutely, because they don't have... DNA only works if you have somebody else to match it to. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have any dental records in this instance. And so they had no clue who this might be. And so he's brought the skull to Carla to say, you know, can you create a face? We put it out to the media. Maybe somebody will recognise it and we'll get a lead as to who this might be. Um, and so he's in the in the lab chatting to Carla and her team and Grace literally walks in and there she is and she's talking about the cat. They have a cat um, called Nigel who has... Um, recently delivered his lunch into a pair of her very good shoes and and Grace literally grew from there. She's a fantastic yeah. character. Now, he thinks that she's flirting with him, this young guard from the west of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, little does he know, and it takes his brother to tell him. Yeah, he, he's a bit. Yeah, he he's barking up the wrong tree. He is a bit. Grace is a bit of a devil like that. She's yeah. She quite she quite likes Jack too. <laughs> yeah, we we won't go too much in, into that. <laughs> now, uh, you, you mentioned detail and the impression you got from this image uh, given to the writers group of the young punky kind of uh, girl and how she might have been something other than people perceive her to be. I noticed though in your description of characters, all sorts of characters that. You're at pains to point out what they're wearing. Yeah, I think that that all the time, including the guard when he's in civvies. Yes, it tells. I think it tells you a lot about people. I think when 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 we first meet people, um, you know, you form an impression of them in the first thirty seconds that you meet, and maybe they haven't even said anything. But we all um, form impressions of of people, um, and I think that helps. Certainly, when you're building character and you're building a book that maybe has quite a few different characters in it, as you mentioned, we've already got three sort of protagonists. Um, people need to be able to identify with those characters quite quickly, um, and if they can see them, it makes a huge difference. So. Yeah. Now, uh, the plot takes us then to the locality in which there is a a particular point which is known for a place that people take their own lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lock Coin in uh, County Mayo, which is, I'd say, entirely fictional, um, but is based, if anybody lives in Wicklow, they'll recognise elements of it, for sure. Yeah. Um, You you borrow from, from everywhere, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a magpie, literally every... Like people think that you invent completely out of nowhere... But most writers, there's something that is a trigger yeah. for a character or a place. Absolutely. Um, Stephen King talks about great story being the collision of unrelated ideas. Um, and it is, it is the, the plot is, is that collision of different things coming together. But locations are too. So um, I base, some of my books are based in, in specific locations, but um, a lot of them pull on different places. Um, Mystery 4, which is the one I was in here last talking about, I think was, is based on two country houses in County Wicklow, amalgamated. Yeah. Um, the title, Three Little Birds, Yeah, explain. It relates actually to um, the tattoo on Carla's wrist. Um, and we, we find that out on the first page. And uh, when you get to the end of the book, you find out really who those three little birds are. Yeah, because um, there is uh, a sadness and a mystery in her own life, which Absolutely. we hope gets uh, resolved. Do you tend to uh, hang on to characters? You know, will they feature in further work or... 
Is that it? Sometimes, it's really strange, but sometimes you write a book and the characters are finished and, you know, their story's told. And sometimes you write a book and um, actually they've got more to say. Um, Brioni in Remember My Name way back when um, was a book, was a character who, who featured in a book I wrote called High Pressure. So she had more story to tell. Um, and I have a feeling Carla, Carla might have more story to tell. Mm. I'd love to revisit her. We'll wait and see. You're, you're quite uh, prolific in both your identities, be it Vanessa or be it Sam. How long does it take you to write a book? And do you have several on the go at the same time? No, I can only write one at a time. So I have to literally stop and, um, and then start the next one. So even over, over Christmas, I was writing the first draft of um, the new adult book, which is going to be the 2025 book. That'll be a Sam book. It'll be a Sam book, absolutely, um, a, an adult one. And um, it's not, it hasn't got Carla Steele in it. It's set in Paris. It's a slightly different one. Um, but I had to do my children's edits because I have another children's book coming yeah. out in May and literally had to stop writing Paris to get back to the and kids. Do you write in the same place in the same location as Vanessa or Sam or do you kind of have to change your mindset by maybe changing location or doing something slightly different? That's a really good question because no I have to move because if I'm if I'm working as Vanessa in my office um, there's a lot going on and I find that can crowd into my creative mind when I'm being Sam so no I try and move I write all over the place planes coffee shops. And finally I should ask you about uh, the difference between you know crime writing and thriller writing do you s- distinguish between the two? I, I think it's character driven so it's whatever the character is that comes to me um, so I don't say right well it's going to be this or it's going to be that. Let's see where the story takes us. Well, the current book is called Three Little Birds. It's written by Sam Blake. It's uh, available in all bookshops right now. And Sam, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.